What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of this awesome podcast. If you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jess and I am your host. Guys, happy Wednesday. I hope you're all having a spectacular week, radiating positive energy, good vibes, and being the best version of your motherfucking selves. In today's episode, we have a very special guest and I'm very excited to have her on the show. So we've got Taylor from the Can You Shut Up podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Taylor, as Jess literally just said. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I am so excited to get into today's topic and yeah. it's a pleasure to be here. So yeah. thank you very, very much. It's very exciting to have a guest on the show. Like I said, first time guest. So we kind of don't really know what the fuck we're doing. It's all, <laughs> Not at all. It's all a bit of trial and error. We've um, taken us a long time to get this set up. But yeah, I'm very excited to hop on into what we're going to be chatting about. We've also recorded a episode on Taylor's account. If you want to go check out her podcast, it's great shit motivational bad bitch energy and yeah it's just can you shut up on spotify and also don't forget to check out the instagram as well so in today's podcast episode i wanted to chat about i guess like being in your chasing dreams era and productivity and basically working towards your goals because when i look at taylor i feel like she represents all those qualities like she's very dedicated very motivated and and when I look at her, like I'm inspired by her because I yes, I think that she is a lot more productive than me, basically. That's how <laughs> I think. And I, I look at her and what she does and I think that she has a very strong work ethic. So I want to talk about that, dive into it a little bit more, talk about how you know, her story as well because she used to be working in a nine-to-five job mm-hmm. and now she's doing podcasting, UGC, and being an aspiring influencer, which I think is really, really, really cool. So I want to dive into that a little bit more, talk about that. So I'm very excited to get into it. But before we do that, life updates. So last week, we actually went to, me and Taylor, we went to Cold Nips, which, do you want to explain what Cold Nips is? Yes. So Cold Nips is pretty much, you probably heard Jess talk about this a lot because she goes a lot and she introduced me to Cold Nips, Mm -hmm. but it's basically a community of like-minded people that come together in the early hours of the morning and we go for a sunrise dip in the ocean mm-hmm. and it's just the best time ever. High it vibes is. all around. Such high vibes. And how did you feel the first time you went to Cold Nips when I introduced you to it? I was, to be honest, I was nervous because I was like looking around for Jess and I could not see her. I was just standing by <laughs> myself very awkwardly. Mind you, this was like right before we were going on a run as well. Like yes. Cold Nips, it was, it was a run before the swim. So it was yep. interesting, like a new experience for both of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Like when we, when I got there, I was like, holy shit, where is Jess? But then as we got going, we went on the run and everyone's just like mm-hmm. high vibes. Everyone's just chatty. Everyone just comes up and introduces themselves. Like yeah. everyone is just the most kindest, beautiful people ever. Yeah. And then we did the sunrise dip, did like a connection exercise. And it's just, you leave feeling like just on a next level. You're like, yeah. this is how you should set it's up your day every day. so much fun. Mm. And last week we actually went to a cold nips that had a, what was it? Like a DJ party yeah it was hectic disco kind of vibes and then there was like a red bull truck and they had like a dj coming out the top of it which was really 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 cool yeah it was so sick we were just like pretty much in a big circle just literally just having a massive boogie at like six in the morning yeah just high vibes all around it was so fun it was so good so yeah that was a very 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 fun experience that we had last week Otherwise, yeah, not really too many other life updates for you. I actually went to the Dregs concert 
on the weekend, which was very, very, very fun. I had such a good fucking time. I literally love the dregs, but I already spoke about that on Monday's episode, so no need to go into detail there. Anyway, without further ado, I guess we should just hop into the episode. No time to waste. We've got good shit to talk about. (laughs) Okay, so... I guess actually, actually, take a step back. We should talk about how we met, obviously. I think I think that's an important aspect to this episode. Because I'm not just a random. Yeah. (laughs) Do you wanna do you wanna introduce like how we met? Yes, so funny story actually. (laughs) Jess just slid into my DMs and I was like, I slid right in there, guys. (laughs) Trying to make a move. (laughs) And she actually just like sent me a video and I was like, I don't think I opened it for a few hours because I was like, what the hell is this random ass girl trying to say to me? (laughs) And then I just opened it and she was just like introducing herself. She's like, we should hang out. Like I know she's in the Gold Coast, and I was like, all right, this girl, the vibes are radiating through the screen. Let's go. And then we organized to meet up. We went and went to the beach, jumped yeah. off a bridge together. And it was just like, it was so fun. It was literally Such so fun. We literally hit it off like literally. so quickly. And I'm so grateful that we actually did hang out and it wasn't just one of those things where it was like, oh, we will, but we never do. Like we yep. organized it straight away. And yep. honestly, everything happens for a reason, guys. Literally. Everything happens for a reason yep. because yep. we yep. were yep. meant to meet, right? <laughs> we were meant to meet. And it's just, it's so cool. The fact that we both have podcasts as well, because yes. neither of us have other, like, other close friends I guess Mm -hmm. that have a podcast so it's been really nice to connect on that level and talk about that stuff because we haven't been able to do that with anybody else Mm. yeah yep definitely it's so cool like having like one of your big hobbies you feel like you can't really talk to people about it especially not your family and stuff because they don't understand yeah they don't understand and then like having someone that understands literally every aspect is just like so cool it is really cool Mm. so yeah that's basically the gist of how we met how we got to know each other just Slid into her DMs and then we jumped off a bridge together. Yep. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then I lost my gold earrings on <laughs> that bridge. Right. So that was quite traumatic. But yeah, so that's the gist of how we met. So I guess now, now that you know who this is and that she is an yep. stranger, I guess we should hop on into the episode. Let's go. So I think we should start off by getting you to just, I guess, introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. I want you to, I guess, run through with us your like a brief overview of your story kind of thing so what kind of job you were working and I guess how um I guess like how how you you decided that it was time to go Mm. like I guess don't go into too much detail because we'll get into that soon but kind of just like working nine to five and then the shift to doing social media kind of thing yeah so basically, I was just working, I was your, your average nine to five girly, as you do, working an office job. I was just doing admin all day um, for a packaging company. Great, great company, great bosses, no bad blood there. But I just felt that there was so much more for me mm-hmm. in, in life. And I had these feelings for like a good four or five months. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. Long time. Yeah, long yeah, time. Wow. And I was like, I, I knew I wanted to quit the job for like a good four or five months. I mm-hmm. did. But I just... I just kept putting it in the back of my mind. I was like, no, nah, I'm just, it's, it's an unsafe option. We're literally in a rental crisis. The inflation is through the roof. Like a bag of chips is seven bucks. Like mm-hmm. I can't afford to quit my job. <laughs> Got to prioritize the bag of chips, guys. <laughs> literally. And I was like, how the frick, cause now I moved out as well. I'm like, how the frick would I pay my rent? Mm-hmm. Cause I literally rely on this job for all my fucking bills, all my rent. If I quit this job, then my life's just going to be in shambles. Yeah. So I put that off for ages. I let the fear win for ages mm-hmm. and I was kind of just waiting to for the universe to send me like another opportunity like another job opportunity Mm -hmm. because around this time four four or five months ago before I quit the job I was just starting to get into really like into my practice with the universe and manifesting and stuff Mm -hmm. and I was kind of just like okay universe send me a job if I meant to quit this job send Mm -hmm. me another opportunity 
but that opportunity never came for ages mm-hmm. and I just felt myself getting worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. mentally because mm-hmm. I just hated the job. Yeah. And then I kind of one day I just realized that I need to just get out get out of my own fucking way and make mm-hmm. this happen. Yeah. And I mean it was the most scariest thing of my yeah. life. I spent fucking weeks, months just hyping myself up to actually physically quit, like tell my boss I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. But when I did quit, literally my whole world shifted yeah. in like literally one second, the snap of a finger. I was like, holy shit, like this is yeah. r- this is right. How how did it feel when you finally said to your boss that like, I'm done, I'm gone, I'm going? It was, oh, it was such a good feeling. Yeah. I remember walking up to him and I had the resignation letter in my hand. I was literally numb at this point. I was like, don't even fucking think <laughs> right now. Literally, literally shaking I'm so like, much. oh, I can't. Oh, I was just like, I'm not letting the, like I did not let myself have any thoughts. I was like, we're just yeah. fucking doing this. I yeah. handed it to him and I was expecting him to be like, oh, like angry, but he was literally the nicest ever about it. So that yeah. made me feel 10 times better. Yeah. And then like walking back from his office, I was like, holy fuck. I was like, whoa. I had like no thoughts. I was like, I just felt free. I was like, yeah. whoa. Well, when- yeah, definitely. Cause all that like built up, you know, like mm. stress and worry and like there's so much more out there for me and finally being able to just let go and like yes. go into bigger and better things would have yep. felt so refreshing. Oh, it was just, so good. Yeah. Like yep. liberating, I guess would be a yes. good word to describe it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It's just yeah. like when you know you're in alignment, you yeah. know, yeah. like there's that feeling of everything clicking. Yeah. So yeah, I left my job. Mm-hmm. I went on to literally I, I wanted to be an Instagrammer. I wanted to be a podcaster, but both of those things were not making me money. Yeah. But I was like, right, I've got like three months to make this shit work, to make me money before I fucking go through my savings. Yeah. So I was on the grind doing my podcast, my Instagram, nothing was making me money. And then I kind of like came across UGC, um, probably when I was like on my last one grain of savings left. And I was like, all right, what the fuck? What's this? Everyone's saying you can make so much money. And then I kind of just jumped on the UGC band bandwagon started putting in effort to content creation and then I kind of just started getting a few more deals mm-hmm. and then the money started coming to me and I started working on my money mindset. I used pretty much half my savings to hire a fucking life coach. Which, which is a bold choice, <laughs> bold choice, but investing in yourself. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. I, I, yeah, I fully believe investing in yourself. Like that mm-hmm. money's going to come back to me like yeah. tenfold. So yeah. yeah, spent half my savings on a life coach and we really worked through money mindset. So I believe that's what made me like get more deals with UGC, get back on track. And now I'm not a millionaire. I'm not fucking, mm-hmm. I'm still, yeah. but still trying to work, still just yeah. trying to get money, yeah. but I'm just, I feel so much, so in alignment and I just know there's no other option but yeah. to succeed. I love I'm it. not going fucking back it. to a job. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I may not be making any money from mm-hmm. this at the moment, but manifestation, manifesting yes. this shit. And like, that's yes. okay. Not everything is about money as well. Like yeah. we're trying to, I mean, in the end, at the end of the day, we're trying to help people. That is the goal exactly. here. Like yeah. it's not all about that. Even if I don't earn any fucking money from this, I don't give a shit because I know that, you know, I have people reaching out to me now that I'm helping them. And honestly, that is what I wanted from this podcast. Yeah. Like that yeah. to me, I'm really successful because I'm, I've gotten to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think it pays, like it means so much when you get yeah. a DM from oh, literally so a random much. person you don't know saying how much your yeah. podcast has helped them and how much they love it and you're just like holy shit like no money no yeah. amount of money can like no top that feeling money. it's just it's, it's yeah it's the best yeah. feeling ever yeah okay definitely. so yeah so we've kind of run through now your story so we <laughs> know the backstory of why i guess i look up to taylor so much because she's really like started from scratch like she was working a job she fucking hated basically mm. like she just felt she felt so unaligned to her morals and her where she wanted to go with her life and i think that that i think that that crosses over to a lot of us because I know for me I felt the exact same way working in jobs that I fucking hate and like I just it's just so suffocating and Mm -hmm. honestly it's just so depressing you you go to work every day and you're just like you just feel dead inside it's the same routine every single day it sucks it's it's just so 
I can't even remember what the word is. There's something for the same thing that happens over and over and over again. Um, I think it starts with M. Oh, the mundane routine? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Something like that. But yeah, and the fact that she just was put herself first was like, no, nope. like I know mm. that there's more out there for me. And you just you just went by yourself and you learned so much by yourself. And I think yep. that that is definitely something that you should be proud of. Like yeah. you've come a long way, which is fucking awesome. And the fact that like you're being self-sufficient, you started with nothing, no income. Yeah after quitting a job and now look at you like you're still living by yourself you're fucking slaying like i mm. think i think that like that is yeah a great accomplishment and it's only just the beginning which is yes. so exciting <laughs> so yeah i think that now we should enter into some questions because yes, i have a couple of questions it. for you so we're gonna really put you on the spot okay, here okay. gonna go like a firing <laughs> round all right so i guess like we've kind of gone through this but i want you to just like talk through it a little bit more mm-hmm. but I guess, like, how did you know that it was time to finally quit and focus on your goals? Mm. Yeah. I think because like, it... Yeah. Like, what was what was the point that you were like, okay, I'm done? Like, because obviously yeah. you were feeling it, but, like, at what point were you just like, nah, this is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, at the start, like, at the start of this four or five months when I started getting these feelings of this job isn't for me... At the start, I was really just trying to put it off. I was like, oh, these are just thoughts of like, I just don't like my job at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I really just tried to like say it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But like months went past, it didn't get better. My mental health just got so bad that I actually went to a therapist and she literally said to me, she's like, you have um, all the symptoms of depression. Oh, and yeah, and I was really? like, and that was kind of like when she said that to you, I think that was a wake up call because I've yeah. always like, told, like introduced myself as like a happy, bubbly person. Yeah. And when she said like, oh, you have the symptoms of depression, I was like, fuck, like that hit. Yeah. And I was like, Something needs to fucking change. Yeah. Like you can't just keep, you know, turning a blind eye to these yes. feelings. Like you actually have to face them. Yeah. yeah. And I think opening up with her as well and like telling her how I'm feeling going to work every day had like having someone else say to you like these feelings are valid. It's not just a hard, it's not just a hard job. You're not just going through hard things. Like you are struggling. Yeah. And I think she helped me actually accept yeah. that I was struggling. Having your feelings validated is honestly such like it's, mm. it's such an empowering thing because it's Definitely. like I'm my what I'm facing is actually not insignificant like it actually is real and therefore like you it it just feels okay to be feeling what you're feeling definitely because I feel like we always have those thoughts in our head where like one thought's telling us yes we're sad but the other thought's telling us like suck it up get over it people have it it worse yeah yeah yeah. so yeah definitely very good to have those feelings yeah validated yeah but yeah when she said that like you have the symptoms of depression and she was like literally talking about going on meditate, med, meditation. Yeah, medication. I was like, fuck, like yeah. that just hit for me. Like I remember yeah. I left and I was just like, did not, like I drove all the way home, like a 30 minute drive without listening to any musical podcast. I was just like, fuck. Just like processing this. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, something needs to change. Yeah. And this was about a month out before I quit. Yeah. And I remember I just kind of just sat with myself and I was like looking, I went on seek, I was looking at other jobs and yeah, like nothing, nothing was there. And I was kind of just mm. like, I just need to do this. And I remember yeah. I read out my resignation like probably like the next day because mm-hmm. I was so ready. Yeah. And then I remember I spent like the next four weeks or next two weeks just watching TikToks and YouTube videos of how to actually tell your boss you're quitting. Yeah. So I was like my it's next big fear. It's scary. Oh, it was it's so, so scary. fucking scary. I just want to like touch on the like depression thing mm. as well because like I feel like depression is seen as – you know, like you have to be like, you can't get out of bed. Like you can't even shower. Yeah. You can't brush your teeth. Like it's, it's, it's seen as it can like, can be so serious, which of course it can, but a lot of people like they suffer from it and you wouldn't even be able to notice. Yeah, so like, definitely f- make like 
feeling like you're like getting to the point where someone tells you, oh yeah, you're like you're struggling from depression or you have yeah. you know symptoms or whatever, whatever signs of depression. Yeah. It's it's a very hard to process. Definitely. Like I experienced the exact same thing, even with my psychologist telling me that like I I am like I'm struggling from social anxiety. I was like, holy shit. Like mm. it really makes you realize how 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 much you're not looking after yourself and how far you've actually gone down this hole of just like thinking like get over it you're fine just like yes. shut up don't feel up your feelings you know what I mean yeah so, definitely yeah I definitely I definitely understand that when she said that to you you were like holy shit like I can't keep going down this path this mm. job is making me literally depressed like I need to do something so I definitely think yeah. that that is yeah de- a, like an explanation as to how you knew it was time yeah definitely yeah, definitely. definitely okay so that's what you want to say on that point yes yeah. okay yeah. cool next question so um what were you most afraid of when you quit your job? Obviously, you were afraid of telling your boss. Yeah. Because, like, scary as fuck. But <laughs> so like, scary. When I, you finally quit, yeah. what were your doubts? Like, what were you most afraid of? I think at the start when I quit, I wasn't that scared. Like, when I first quit, because I was like, right, I think I had about seven grand of savings. I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to last me, like, a good few months. Like, I wasn't that worried about money. Mm-hmm. But... I think like I really had no fears at the start. I was like, this is fine. Like I've got fucking money. I'm going to be fired for a few months. And I just knew like if anything, if worse came to work, I, worse, I can just go get a casual job. Yeah. But I think once I really like started working on like for my, on my own shit, I was like, I don't want to go back to another job. And I kind of yeah. made that commitment to myself. I was like, yeah. I'm the only one that can make this fucking work. I'm not going back to another, another job where I'm working for someone else. And that kind of just made me realize that, I've got to, I've got to fucking make this work. But then like a good few, three months in, probably like two months ago or something, I've really had no fucking money left. Mm-hmm. And I was, that's when I really started getting scared. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to have to go back to work. So I think when yeah. I see my bank account go down, cause I'll be honest, I wasn't really fucking saving money. Like I was, had no income. I was just spending it like normal, which was very, very yeah. financially fucking stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> we all make mistakes like that guys. We all do. But I think, yeah, like a good, few months ago when I realized that my savings were going down and no money was coming in yeah. that's when I really really started getting scared but then like I worked through that with my coach and she she helped me she's like right you we just worked on my money mindset so mm. I kind of got over those fears but like I remember in that time I was so fucking serious I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to go back to another job mm-hmm. like I don't want to ask people for money like I want to do this myself yeah but yeah, that was just my ma- massive yeah. fear was no money. But it didn't hit until I actually looked at my savings account and yeah. realized, holy fuck, I've spent like nearly yeah. all my money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely agree with the, the when you were saying that you don't want to ask anybody for help. Mm. I am so like that. Like I don't like getting help from people. Yeah. And that always is not the most like positive no. thing. Like it's, it's good to ask people for help and it's good to receive help. And I'm so like, I'm so strong, strong minded. Or is that even fucking English? I don't know. Strong willed. No, I don't know where I'm just like, like my dad will offer to help me. And I'm like, no, I can do it myself. Yes. <laughs> like, like he's always said that I'm very like, I don't even know. Is it stubborn? The, yeah. Maybe it's that. I don't yeah. know. I just like to do shit by myself when I don't want people to help me because mm, I want people to look at me and think same. like, fuck yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. But there's nothing wrong with asking for help, but exactly. yeah, I definitely, I can understand where your doubts and shit yeah. came from. Like I fear, but look at you, you're thriving now. Like, I know. Yeah. Slay. I think especially because I quit my job yeah. and then I, like, and then me having to ask people for help would be like fucking, going backwards. Yeah. Like, going you're backwards. You're an idiot. Why Literally. did you do that? Yeah. yeah so definitely. I think that came yeah. up too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question we've got is, do you feel like 
you were judged by others through your decision of quitting your job and wanting to focus more on like social media and UGC and stuff? Um, to be honest, I don't feel like I was judged by anyone. Mm-hmm. I think because okay. my circle's so yeah. close, I know my family wouldn't. Um, That's and my good. Friends That's good that you have not. like, because yeah. a lot of people, they would not have an understanding family like that to yeah. allow them to do that. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, my mum was very supportive. She was just like, like, what, pretty much like, life's too short, quit yeah. your job. Even my boss oh my was God, like, life's that. too short, you got to chase your dreams. I was like, fucking yeah. slay. slay. <laughs> I think the only, like, judgment came from myself. Like, I yeah. was definitely judging myself being like, is this the right decision? Like, you fucked yeah. this up. Like, you yeah. dickhead, why are you doing this? Yeah. But yeah, no outside outside factors, really, okay, that I felt good. judged that's by. good. Mm. Yeah, okay. That definitely would have made it a lot, I guess, yeah. like, gentler for I you felt, to yeah, do I that. Yeah, I felt very yeah. supported, so that was good. Yeah. Um, I guess on that, like, mm-hmm. how do you, do you get much hate when it comes to like online <laughs> and like, how, how do you deal with that? Because um, it's not fucking easy. People can be mean. Yes. We, we spoke about this in my yeah. episode, but oh my gosh, I have been getting, I only just started getting hate and the first time I got hate, it hit me like a fucking truck. I remember the comment, um, I post YouTube shorts and I post clips of like post I post clips of my podcast episodes to YouTube Shorts, and YouTube Shorts is a whole nother fucking world. They are brutal out there because I don't know how to target my like target audience on there, yeah. so it just goes to all these random people. And I remember I posted a clip of me talking about how I quit my job to chase my dreams, and this one guy commented and said, "Oh, looks like you're chasing your dreams is going well. Like you've only got forty likes." And I remember that comment hit me like a fucking ton of yeah. bricks. I was like, "Oh, maybe I should like that." Really made me question. I was like, "Am I doing yeah. the right thing?" Yeah. So that really hit me home. And I was like, well, I need to stop right there. First of all, dig deep on these feelings. Why am I feeling like this? Do the inner work, come out stronger. Because I had every reaction in me to just respond to him and be like, fuck you, what do you know about mm-hmm. me and stuff? Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm not going to snoop to his level. Yeah. Like, let's actually fix fix this trigger, yeah. learn from this trigger and move on. So now I feel like when I get a hate comment, I kind of just look at it. I'm like, this is about you, not me. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. spoke about this in her episode yes. as well that we did together. But we spoke about the topic of haters don't, hate you they hate themselves and honestly it is like once you do the work on yourself and you come out on the other end where you don't give a fuck what other people Mm. think about you you realize it like it's so true literally every time people talk shit about you like to your face behind your back they're literally just holding up a mirror of themselves like they're basically reflecting their insecurities like that what they're judging you for is probably something that they look at themselves and they're insecure about something that they actually don't feel like they can do so they they're, they're basically like admiring you but tearing you down at the same time if yes, that makes sense because it makes them feel better yeah, to it see, makes them feel to, better yeah to tear someone yeah, else down because they're just so insecure in themselves yes. and they don't feel like they're capable of doing what you're doing and that basically means that you're doing the right thing like yeah. you're on the right track if i think it's almost like really important to have haters because yeah. it makes you stronger it means but you're successful also, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly okay so that was okay next question we've got is so Working for yourself, obviously, mm-hmm. like you, you have no set hours, really. Like no, no, like certain times where you have to like do the job. If that makes sense, yep. you know what I mean. Like it's very much a flexible schedule. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask, like, what kind of things have you incorporated into your life that I guess have kind of helped you with productivity and structure? Because obviously, like I said, having no set hours, it's probably a little bit harder to like know kind of what routine you should have because you're a little bit lost and I found with not working for 
two weeks, I, not two weeks, I haven't worked for about two months, <laughs> not two weeks, two months that, you know, I've been really trying to focus on the podcast and my social media and preparing for Europe, but it's been a little bit, like I've been a little bit lost. Yep. I find day to day, I'm just, I don't know really what to do with my day, but I just wanted to touch on how you, you know what I mean? Just like work on your productivity and make sure you get what you need done. Yeah. Yeah. So I've definitely been working on this as well because at the start I was very, just all over the place. I didn't really have a set set work routine, but over the past month, I'd say I've really nailed down on my routine because I know, because I used to be getting stuff done in a day, but it wasn't as much as I knew I could get done. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm spending half my time just fucking randomly picking up my phone, unconsciously picking up my phone, just scrolling, which mm-hmm. is just taking hours out of my day. So I really just kind of sat with myself and I was like, right, I know I can get so much more done in a day. I can be so much more productive So the first thing I did was like actually recognize where I'm not being productive. And that was basically me just unconsciously picking up my phone, which was a very, very bad habit Mm -hmm. because I'll be working on my my computer. My phone's right there. If I get one notification, I'm fucking done. I'm on the phone. Yeah. So do not disturb is my best friend. I put do not disturb on like all day, all the time now. Um, I leave that on pretty much all night as well. So then when I wake up in the morning, I'm not checking my phone. There's not notifications that are going to distract me straight away. Yeah. And then I've also started planning out my day. So usually I would do like, I just have all random stuff going on every single day, like Monday to Friday. But I recently got a whiteboard and I planned out all of my week. So for Monday would be like a whole podcast day, Tuesday Mm -hmm. and Wednesday would be like all UGC, Thursday, Friday would be like all Instagram stuff. So I think that's held me, um, like helped me with my schedule so much more. And then also to-do lists. Yeah. Uh, the best thing yeah. ever. Such so to do lists are yeah. big slay. Yeah. And then also the new one I've been focused on focusing on is time blocking. So I'll set a timer on my phone for like an hour. Mm, I'm not allowed to touch my phone smart. for that hour. Yeah. Unless I do need to touch my phone for like work purposes. Yeah. I'll make sure like I won't let my myself go on apps, which yeah. has taken a lot of discipline. I'm definitely still trying to yeah. get there. It's hard. But yeah, yeah definitely it's yeah. but time blocking has just been next level. Like setting yeah. a timer, because if you set a timer, you're more you're more likely to get everything you need to get done even before the timer finishes. Cause yeah. it's like, cause I think I have a competitive mindset too. So I'm like, holy shit, I've got to beat this timer. <laughs> yeah. So works in my favor though. Yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> and with the do not disturb thing, I've actually had a lot of theories about this. So a lot of people think that it's best to put your phone on do not disturb because then you obviously, like you said, can't see all the notifications and you don't, when you see a notification, you obviously want to click on the app and you want yeah. to go onto it, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I do. Like I've put my phone on do not disturb just because I don't need to see the notifications. Yeah. But I actually, I saw this video. I can't remember where it was, but it was recently. I think it might've been on TikTok and it was about productivity. And she said, you put your phone off, do not disturb so that you're not constantly, like if you get a notification, it will come up. So therefore you don't constantly check your phone in Ah. like the likelihood that there could be something, you know, it's like, there's so much mystery as to, you know, has this person texted me back? Mm. Like when you're on Do Not Disturb, but when you're off it, there's like no bullshit. Like you, you see it when it comes through. Yeah. And I think that like both sides, it's like, a, I feel like it's a valuable, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a valid argument, but yeah. I think like, I don't know. What's like, what do you think? I definitely agree with her because yeah. I find myself so much as well checking that Do Not Disturb. It's like what you've missed in Do Not Disturb or yeah. while in Do Not Disturb. And yeah. I, I find myself always unconsciously just checking that because I'm like, yeah. oh, what have I missed? Yeah. Like literally completely understand her yeah. point and I could not agree more. Yeah. And I kind of do like her perspective where she's like, just leave it on so you get the notification. Yeah. yeah. But for me, getting the notification would make me open that notification yeah. and then I'd find myself losing track of time, like just friggin' unconsciously, mindlessly scrolling. 
But then with Do Not Disturb, yes, I'm still checking it, which yeah. I'm working on that discipline to stop fucking checking it. Yeah. But I find myself just looking at the no- notification, but I'm not like excited to go onto the app. So I'm like, oh yeah, these yeah. are all the notifications for Instagram. Like I don't feel the need to open it. Yeah. I Yeah. I definitely think that it was a hard adjustment when I first started going to Do Not Disturb. Yeah. But I don't know, for some reason, like it just makes me not really think about it. Like I mm. have, I don't have Do Not Disturb on for like iMessages and stuff and like calls because my brother and my mom and stuff always used to get so mad at me because I never <laughs> responded and I never picked up calls because it always was like on Do Not Disturb. So I've, yeah. I've taken it off. So basically anything like really important, I get straight away, which I like that way. Like yeah. I think, because honestly, like if people iMessage me, it's something important. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I think for social media, I just have it on Do Not Disturb because I don't need all those notifications. Like I yeah. don't, I don't, see like how that would benefit my life having it constantly come up but I think yeah, yeah I don't know I just it just makes me not really think about it so I think that when she said that I was like mm, interesting interesting yeah, perspective I like but, that yeah perspective. I get it I get it yeah yeah, yeah definitely okay. next question we've got is let me just read this um what is something you find challenging when it comes to like working for yourself I guess and doing social media like what is something that I don't know. You guess it just like, yeah, challenges you. Pretty self-explanatory <laughs> question. <laughs> I think like the biggest challenge that I'm working on at the moment is like the amount of pressure I'm put on myself mm-hmm. because I think like you don't have a boss or a manager holding your hand, like mm-hmm. telling you what to do, helping you with problems. Yeah. And I think I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself to get shit done. And I feel like sometimes I overwork myself and if I don't get my to-do list done, for example, if I don't get my whole to-do list ticked off in the day, then I feel unsatisfied at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I could have done better. Yeah. And I talk down to myself. Yeah. So I think that's a massive, um, massive problem that I'm working on. Um, but other than that, I think that's like, yeah, the main one that kind of affects my day too because then I end up putting stress on myself to yeah. make sure I get my to-do list done. Yeah. But I'm kind of just like stepping back and just being like, okay, whatever I get done in the day, like I'm still going to push myself to get as much as I can done mm-hmm. in the day. But whatever I get ticked off for the day is enough. Like, that's all I was supposed to get done for the yeah. day. And not putting, yeah. like, so much pressure on myself yeah. to literally get, like, all these 30 tasks ticked off for the yeah. day. Yeah, definitely. No, I understand where that pressure comes from. Like, yep. it would be very stressful because it's, like, you you have to rely on doing these things to earn money. And, yeah. like, it's, it's definitely a lot of stress on you. But, honestly, you're, you're killing it. You're doing a great job. So, I feel like Thank there's you. always going to be that, like, self-doubt and yeah. that, like, I should be doing more. I'm not doing enough. Like, I get that. Yeah. But... Yeah, you just have to, like, remember that you're doing the best that you possibly can and you don't want to burn yourself out. That's, yes, like, a massive thing definitely. that can happen with all of this stuff. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, okay, interesting. Yep. <laughs> all right, next thing, next question we've got is, along your journey, do you have any regrets or anything that you wish you could have done differently? I think um, definitely at the start when I quit my job, being more financially mature with my mm-hmm. money because I was – I was kind of had the mindset, which was like a very toxic money mindset. I was just thinking like whatever I spend, like it's going to come back to me. But I had no idea about money mindset at the time. I was just thinking like it's going to come back to me. I can spend whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But like I wasn't spending this stuff on valuable items. So like in, like that would be that would be good for my business. Like I wasn't spending this money to buy a new microphone for my podcast. I was just buying fucking clothes, food, yeah. like non-valuable items yeah. to like what I wanted to do. Yeah. So that money just burnt through so quickly. And I think looking back, I definitely wish I was way more mature with my money. And I also wish that I started UGC a lot earlier because mm-hmm. I definitely dabbled in it at at the start. 
but I just I wasn't taking it serious. I was like seriously, I was like I don't really know what this is. Like I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. But then like maybe a month later, I was like, okay, I'm actually gonna put time and effort into this. Yeah. So I definitely yeah regret fucking burning through my savings like an idiot. Yeah. And then also not taking UGC more seriously to start. Yeah. yeah. But everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and like I definitely even like with that, I definitely think that you know with regret with regrets like every you have to go through it to learn it. Like yes, exactly. Now you've learned how to you know actually like manage finances yeah, <laughs> manage finances and yeah. like even with your UGC stuff like yeah you, you didn't start as early as you would want to but look how far you've come like it's yeah. been a long journey but you yeah. you're, you're acing the videos and stuff and you're getting a lot of brand deals which is fucking awesome like yes. she was showing me how to just scroll on Facebook and one of her <laughs> videos will come up and it's so cool as well like yeah. yeah so yeah I definitely think that you know it's almost it's almost like regretting stuff it's an interesting question i would say what i just asked you because i almost kind of like with regrets i don't i don't know if i necessarily believe in regretting things yes because like i think that you know we can make mistakes and it's Mm. all about like how we learn from it so i guess that's kind of where i was coming from because like it's almost like i don't i've done some like bad like not bad shit but like things that you know haven't been the best choices in my life but i look Mm. back and i'm like they all happened for a reason like i did that shit for a reason because now i've learned so much from it so yeah exactly yeah whatever whatever happens like whatever mistakes you've made through this journey like is honestly you've come out such a stronger person at the end of it so it's really all worth it Yeah, yeah i love that perspective okay next question is what is the biggest life lesson you feel like you have learned through this journey? Ooh. Or just, yeah, like maybe just in general as well. Like I just, I love this question. I think it's so interesting to see like how different people's journeys have like caused mm. them to learn different lessons. I think the absolute biggest lesson I've learned, which I use like in my pretty much everyday life now mm. when I have a decision to make is just, just, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, slay nike but literally oh just God, fucking know, in do primary it. school yeah i literally used to say to people like just listen to nike like just do it and like my my snapchat username used to be yolo underscore time two two three and like, <laughs> like what is that what is that i mean so you always had it you always had that yeah, motivation i side always you. did it's just <laughs> big slay i i was i was called cringe so much <laughs> after that like i oh yeah i will never live that one down and and i know this is off topic but i also um i made an instagram account when i got mm-hmm. my first ever ipad yeah and i called it i got a ipad oh my god not even an because i was so young like i didn't know i got a english. ipad yeah, i got a ipad <laughs> and in, like if you look this up on instagram i'm is i'm like 99 sure the account is still oh, there but it's shit. just one photo of me like a selfie on christmas i think i have like a something on my head for christmas like you know those little like bonbon like crowns oh yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i have one of those on i think and i the caption is i got it i got an a ipad Oh, that's so sweet though. It's like, it's just so random. Like, like oh, <laughs> why did I decide? Oh, I got an iPad. Let me make an Instagram. Call it I got a iPad and tell everybody that I got a iPad. That's so like, cute though. Like, like oh, yeah, you decided to share yeah. your iPad with everyone. Yeah, I'll have to show you like after this podcast is yes, done. That'd but, be oh, funny. So funny. Anyway, funny. that was that was very 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 off topic. <laughs> so back to Nike. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. So I think like looking back and how long it took me to quit my job. Mm-hmm. And then seeing all the opportunities that came from it, seeing how happy I was mm-hmm. after it. Now, whenever I have a decision to make or I'm just like feeling like, oh, I'm scared to do this. I think it's just made me lean into my fear so much more because mm-hmm. I know what's on the other side of fear. Yeah. And if like 
I need to make a decision, then I'm just going to make the decision based on what I want, want it to do, want it to be not like, not like the quote unquote logical. I mean, logical is definitely important, but at the same time, I truly believe like you've got one life, like literally just fucking, if you want to do something, just fucking do it. It's literally that simple. I feel like logical, like is so much like when we think logical, we think what society thinks is like normal, Mm, but that doesn't like, there are so many different ways to live your life now. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be the you know, go to, like, finish school, get a really good score, like, go to uni, like, get a job, work for the rest of your life, retire, and then be too old to actually Mm. enjoy life. Like, I feel like when we think logical, we think, you know, staying in your nine-to-five job, staying unhappy, but at least you have a stable income. You know what I mean? Like, that is what is seen as logical in society. But I would much prefer to be earning nothing and be happy than earning a stable income and literally wanting to fucking die. Literally. And, yeah. And and I think, too, that... Another thing that I've really learned is there's no rules. There's only mm-hmm. laws, obviously, abide the yeah, rules. Yeah. But there literally <laughs> is no rules for life. Like, if you think you have to do something, if you think you have to go to university, you don't fucking have to do anything you don't want to do. Like, yeah. you literally are in this world where so many rules are made and you think you have to do these certain things. But if you really, like, sit back and look at everything, you're like, people just made up all these scenarios well, that you have to do these things. Yeah. And everyone's just a fucking sheep and follows everything and legit. thinks you have to do it. Yeah. And it's that... Um, pack herd pack pack herd mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> we feel like we have to follow everything yeah but like even now when i email people for ugc brand deals like i used to be such a corporate girl and be like full mm-hmm. stop but now i'm just like yeah. fucking putting emojis in the emails i'm putting <laughs> i'm putting like so many exclamation marks i'm like yeah. who fucking cares it's an email it's why do you gotta be so serious well. like it's yeah. you you're a happy personality like you gotta show that as literally well. yeah. yeah i definitely i definitely think that we literally live in a society where so many people just you do what everybody else is doing mm. just because, and I actually spoke about this in a podcast I did last week where I spoke about, you know, like finishing school and what now yes. kind of thing. Yep. And I spoke about the fact that so many of us are just like pushed into uni, like where we graduate, we're so naive, we're so young and we have no idea what the fuck we want to do with our lives. Like yep. it's so overwhelming, but school and just society in general has pushed it down our throats that we have to go to uni. And that yep. is the only option for life and if we don't then we're gonna get a shit job we're gonna be fucking poor and like unsuccessful basically and i think that because of that like it leads us to go into degrees that we fucking hate but we think that we have to do that because Mm -hmm. that is what society tells us to do and honestly like it's just it's so destructive and and honestly it that's not the only way to live your life but but because we're told that and and that comes like with following the herd. Every like yes. society tells you that you have to go to uni, therefore everybody does. But then you know you end up in a degree that you fucking hate. And, and look you're how in many debt. people drop out of yeah, uni because so they hate many people it. Drop out yep. so many, and then you're just unhappy. You're in debt, and then you're left there questioning like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah, literally. Yeah. I remember too when I was in like year eleven or ten, and I went to the school counselor because I wanted to change my subjects. I didn't want to mm-hmm. do ATAR anymore, mm-hmm. and she fucking they looked down on if you don't want to do ATAR to work Bro. towards a university yeah. Yeah. degree they look down on you so fucking much yeah. like they literally make you feel like you're gonna fail at life yeah. if you don't go to university legit and you know what a little spoiler alert your atar literally means fucking nothing literally. <laughs> it means literally nothing like yeah it's nice to have that little bit of validation like i yeah. i guess i kind of liked getting it at the end of the year for me yeah like because i had worked so hard and it was just nice to see my hard work like coming coming out like there was some reason for it you know what i yeah. mean but yeah. like other than that, it literally fucking means nothing. You know, if you want to be a doctor or something like really 
intense like that then yeah i understand that like i get it there's there's definitely ways around it though like Mm. if you get a shit atar you can probably get to you know being a doctor or whatever it's just gonna take you longer and you're just gonna have to work a little bit harder but yeah unis will look at it there's like a brief period and they don't give a fuck yeah jobs aren't gonna give a fuck like nobody (laughs) gives a fuck about your atar honestly and it's just so like worked up for nothing i remember back when i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do with my life we had like a I don't even know, like, Pathways counselor come up and, like, talk to us about, like, what mm-hmm. job we wanted to do. And um, she, like, I wanted to work with animals at this time. And I, like, ticked, we got this sheet about all these jobs. And I ticked all the jobs for um, animals. Yeah, for animals. Yeah. And the person basically straight up said to me that I'm going to be poor because I, Whoa. like, wanted to work with animals. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why do you even put these jobs on the sheet if I'm going to be poor? Like, I just think that. Like, even that, so soul-crushing. Like, yeah. why would you tell somebody that they're going to be poor? And it's because you're so young, too. Like, yeah. they're literally trying to, like, get you to go to university. Like, literally it's, brainwash you yeah, to go literally. to uni. It's, it's, it's fucked. Like, it's it's honestly... Like, I just, I just feel so bad because so many people in uni degrees... Like... You you look at them in uni degrees and you're like, oh shit, like look at them. They're working towards their future. Like they have their whole lives figured out. What am I doing? Like I'm yeah. not in uni. But then majority of the people in uni degrees are fucking miserable. Like they yeah. literally fucking hate their lives. And I think that that is yeah. just, it's so sad. It's so sad that that's the society we live in. And I'm so glad that I am not at uni. I don't know. I haven't ruled it out altogether, but I've really taken the time to find myself and like Mm. figure out who the fuck i am therefore i feel like if i was gonna enter study i'm so ready for it you know what i mean like i actually know who i am Mm. yeah yeah love that yeah yeah but go listen to her podcast episode last week to dive deeper into we talk about all things uni (laughs) and gap years and all that good stuff so go check it out okay last question we have for today is what advice would you give to someone who is in the same boat as you were as yeah as you were when you wanted to quit your job so this is kind of like a two-part question so the first part is what advice would you give to someone who like wants to quit their job and feels like there's more out there for them yeah okay so i reckon first of all just like do a massive journaling session i love a good journaling session Mm -hmm. Um, so whip out your notepad, whip out your pen and just ask yourself, like, am I enjoying this job? Like, do I fucking hate this job? Or am I just going through, through a phase where I'm like, okay, work just feels hard at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I think there's definitely a line between work feels hard at the moment, but I'll get through it. Or this job is not for me. Like, yeah, I'm going Mm. there every day and I'm fucking miserable. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely, it's definitely two different things. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think once you figure that out, then just kind of ask yourself, like, what, what do you like in life? Like what are your values in life? I think like finding out your values in life was very important because it kind of made me realize that if I want to be true to my values, like I discovered my three values of authenticity, impact and wealth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I dug deep on them and I was like, right, if I want to like implement these values into my life and show up who is, who I really am, like I'm going to be authentic to myself and I'm not going to fucking work at a job I hate because Mm -hmm. then I'm literally disrespecting myself. Yeah. So I kind of looked at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely recommend doing the same, like really just getting fucking deep with yourself. Like, yeah. what do you want in this world? If there, if like money, my favorite journal problem, if money was not, no yeah. matter, like not yeah. an option, what would you be doing with your life? Yeah. Like literally anything, you could just like be sleeping all day or something. I don't know, yeah. whatever you write down. And then 
if you come to the point where you're like, yep, I like this job is not for me. I think just making sure you have enough money to get you through like the next few months, if you're not going to go straight to a new job, but definitely don't hang around on that feeling. Like if you, if you figure out that this job mm-hmm. is not for me, like it's just not, it's not just a phase I'm going through, but this yeah. job is really not for me. Yeah. I think definitely just fucking print out your resignation letter, hand it into work. Don't feel guilty about it. Cause I definitely mm-hmm. felt guilty where I'm like, Oh, they're going to have to find someone else. Yeah. Like, oh, this going to be so hard for them. Yeah. Don't fucking feel guilty. If no. you die, they replace you in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's sad. It's very brutal, but yeah. it's fucking true. It's true. Like the majority of the time they literally don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, You're it, just is, a number. it is brutal, but it's mm. so true. Like you are so replaceable. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, watching, like I watched a lot of TikToks that said that too. And it kind of made me like, be like, okay, like who fucking cares? I'm going to yeah. quit. Yeah. So definitely like, do not, keep waiting don't keep questioning yourself being like oh is this really the decision and yes i definitely did that but like coming from someone who did did that definitely don't fucking do that because it just wastes so much time you just get unhappy 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 and i definitely believe like in the universe's divine timing but Mm -hmm. speed that up and just fucking hand in your resignation letter and trust me it's gonna it's gonna be fine but if you yeah if you're not going straight to another job i definitely recommend making sure Mm -hmm. you have some savings just so you don't fucking go homeless and stuff (laughs) but definitely don't put it off yeah just take bold action on it even though it feels scary even though it feels like your life might fall apart even if you don't if even if you don't feel like you have support around you like your family might not support you just don't fucking tell them just quit and then they'll be like why aren't you working just be like because i fucking quit yeah (laughs) i i definitely like i think that when you work hard on yourself like Mm. when you you know, you find yourself, all that will come into, like, fall into place in terms of, like, your morals and and figuring out what kind of person you want to be and what kind of life you want to live. Yeah. And that will make you realize that, oh, shit, I actually don't like this job. Like, I'm not enjoying it because it's not aligning with me. Yes, definitely. So once you do the internal work, like, it will be so much more clear to you. But, like, definitely, obviously, like, quitting a job is going to be fucking scary. Like, we're not trying to sugarcoat it here. Of course it's going to be scary. Yeah. If you're in the position where you feel like you need to do it, then listen to Nike guys. Literally. Listen to Nike. Literally. Just do it, honestly. And you know what? You can always go back. Like maybe it won't be that job, but you can always go back to working. Like it's not a, it's not an end or all decision. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like you'll be able to go get a job somewhere else. It's not like just because you've quit. Like whether this, whether this is about working for yourself or, you know, just quitting a job because you fucking hate it and finding a new one. Like there's always a backup option you know what i mean like mm. you're not you're not fucked basically if you yeah. quit your job like you yeah. can always go back and i think that i think that you know we're just all so afraid because we're afraid of failing we're afraid of you know the yeah. doubts and regretting stuff but if you're unhappy what is the fucking point yeah you know exactly. what i mean like there's no point in living a life where you fucking wake up every day and you're just miserable yeah and yeah. i think it definitely comes back to as well like that fear we feel is pretty much based on society that's expecting Mm -hmm. us to have a job, expecting us to make all this money, expecting us to work like the fucking, the chain? What's, I don't know what the saying is, but like expecting us to work nine to five until we fucking are like 70 and can't walk. Yeah. Like I think once you dive a bit deeper onto that too, like behind society and how we've been conditioned to believe that we need to work under someone, we need to work a nine to five. We need to work a job we don't fucking like because that's just the way it is. And even like the older generation, they... All, pretty much most of them like work jobs they hated and that's yeah. just how it was so yeah. they're expecting so us to be sad. the same yeah. yeah and i think that that also comes back to the fact that we associate success with money which yes. is so far from yes, the truth yes, it's yes. so fucked that we think this way but like i use like myself as an, and as, as an example and i actually spoke about this on my podcast last week where i spoke about you know not going to uni at the moment and like 
I haven't worked for two two months, right? Like mm. I've only just got a job now. I haven't worked really much at all. I haven't really earned an income for the past two months. But like, does that mean that I'm not successful, right? Like yeah. I haven't been earning money, but I have grown so much as a fucking person. Yep. Like I am so much more confident now. I've started a podcast. I've created a community. Like, of course I'm successful. Just because yep. I'm not earning money does not mean that I'm not successful. And I think that it's just like so, and, and it's hard. It's hard because I look at other people working and I'm like, and like even at uni and I'm like, when I look at people at uni, like my, like my friends, I look at them and I think that they have their lives together and I, I compare myself and I'm like, they're working towards a degree. Therefore they're going to get a good paying job and you know, they're going to have a stable income. And and then I look at people who are working and I'm like, they're earning money, like they're saving. And I look at myself and I'm like, well, I'm not earning money or like, I'm only working a casual job. Like I'm not really working towards anything. So like, I'm a, I'm a failure. You know Mm. what I mean? Like I'm not successful. But it's so far from the truth. Like you, you can't be comparing yourself to like other people because this no. is your life. Everybody is different. Everybody's working for different things because they, we all enjoy different things. Yeah. But I understand like it's so hard to not compare yourself. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. And I think like, yeah, um, basing your success off of money is just like huge. I feel like every yeah. single person has been brought up to believe that. Yeah. And like ask yourself too if all if all the money in the world was taken away who the mm-hmm. fuck would you be like would yeah. you be happy in yourself yeah and most of the time people would be like no because like everyone values their worth off money like yeah. if you had all your money taken away from you like who would you be yeah so i think definitely like diving deep whipping out the journal again diving deep asking yourself like who the fuck am i with no money mm-hmm. with no phone like if you took your phone and your money away from you like it's just you like, it's like just, are you happy yeah who yeah. are you like i can almost guarantee you without your phone without money if you just sat with yourself for like three mm-hmm. days straight with fucking nothing mm-hmm. you'd probably yeah. like yeah you'd learn so much about yourself and you'd literally. probably come to the conclusion that you don't even know who you are and then you're yeah. miserable probably Dis- literally yeah. you'll have like a fucking midlife crisis yeah. and you're like who the fuck am i but then yeah. you'll rebuild yourself as like a whole new person yeah. i think that like a great representation of this is and i feel like we've heard it a lot but you know people who have a lot of money like millionaires mm. and like you, you hear them they have money yeah but they're so unhappy yes because that's all like their life is revolved around yep. they've excluded to learn about themselves and to focus on connections and stuff mm. like that and they're just so fucking miserable so that just goes to show you that money literally is not everything literally yeah, yeah. and all the celebrities you too like you see so many celebrities say oh i wish i wasn't a celebrity like i hate this i hate yeah. like all the money like they're fucking they're not happy and yeah. people you always hear that saying where it's like money buys happy, happiness but it fucking what do you doesn't. think about that like oh. like when you actually dig deep deep yeah. into it like what is your actual theory on it i think that i i get it why you would say no at the start but i also kind of agree so i want to hear like your theory on money buys happiness and then i'll yes. dig into mine so i used to like i used to have this weird thing when i heard money buys happiness i used to be like no money doesn't buy happiness and then i had this other quote that i really liked it's like it said um um you don't need running shoes to run but it fucking helps yeah <laughs> so yeah, i was like yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. good okay. i like that one yeah. i like that one so i was like so i was like yeah i like that but at the same time like, yes, I have goals that require money. Like, if I want to grow my business and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get more money. But at the same time, I think, like, if you, like, again, if you took all your money away, like, would you be happy? Mm-hmm. I just think, yes, money can buy happiness. But if you're not happy before you have the money, then yeah. the happy, the money isn't just going to make yeah, you happier agreed. instantly. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that when I look at it, I think money buys freedom. Yes, I love that. I... I that's something I very much value in my life like if like 
I, I don't think I'll really ever want to be in the position where I'm just like flooded with money. Like it would be mm. nice, but I think that I would much prefer to just live a simple life and just earn enough money to get me by. You know what I mean? Yep. Save a bit, just like travel. Just, I don't, I just want to live, I don't want to live a materialistic life. You know what I mean? Like I just, yeah. I just want a simple life. I don't really need too much. Like just to be able to have a van, just live out of my van. Like that mm. is the goal. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I would love to I love do that. that. And I think that, you know, having, having money would be able to, you know, let you, not work a nine to five job right yeah because you have a good not like you know what i mean just like an, a, a a suitable income that can like keep yourself sufficient but also yeah. you know you're saving a bit like just to be comfortable you know mm, what i mean i like that and and i think that that could let you you know explore your hobby so much more like if you want to make videos for the rest of your life like be a videographer then that's what you can do you know what i mean yeah. with that money yeah. like you have the freedom to do that you mm. have the freedom to travel and like I when it comes to materialistic things fuck no money does not buy happiness like you said if you're not happy before that shit buying a new pair of shoes or a handbag or whatever is not going to make you happy and I think that so many people try and do that like Mm. buy things just for the instant like satisfaction and then when you get it it's like okay what next what next what next and you just become like so greedy I feel like yeah I seen a um like I was listening to a Mr. Beast podcast and he was talking about this and as we all know he's fucking rich as like he's giving millions of dollars away yeah and he mentioned that when he first started getting heaps of money, he bought a Lambo, he bought a Ferrari. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to see what it feels like. He bought all these expensive clothes. And then like the next day, he just fucking like got rid of them all. He's like, that doesn't bring me happiness. Giving yeah. pe- giving money to people brings me happiness. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, even Mr. Beast, like, yes, he can buy like literally anything he fucking wants, but yeah. he literally lives in like a tiny ass studio apartment. Yeah. He can afford a mansion, but like he doesn't care about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yes, it's just it's so hard because our society thinks it's the most important thing. But it's yeah. really fucking not. And when you do the internal work you'll realise that. Like yeah. you much prefer to value being happy and yes. working on yourself rather than being like fucking miserable and yeah. having money. So I also yeah. want to bring up too, because you were talking about materialistic yeah. like you don't want to have materialistic things. Like yeah. you just want to live to get by. Yeah. But I think as well, like you can have heaps of money without being, without buying materialistic things. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, um, like the more money you have, like I, I truly believe like you can become, I mean, I've had to work through this cause I had a very big limiting belief that if you get a lot of money, you're going to be a fucking snobby, stuck up, yeah. selfish brat. Yeah, yeah. And like, once I worked through that, I realized like oh, I can have heaps of money and I can just give, I can give money to people who need, it. I can give money yeah. to my family. Yeah. So I think like not looking like you don't need to look at money like it's just needs like if you're rich especially on instagram because we see like all these famous people because they're rich as fuck and they have all these lavish bags yeah Yeah. like yeah because we associate money with it being snobby and like you're you're showing off and stuff like you're bratty like Mm. no i get that it was probably not the best thing of me to say that like i limiting belief to get you more money yeah yeah true (laughs) i'm reading i'm reading this book mountain is you at the moment and they definitely talk about that like it's almost a fear of being successful as well because then yes like you know, there is the opportunity that you will get money, but it's like, that's scary because like, do I want to be snobby? Do I want to like, yes. be like I'm showing off? And it's, like you're out of touch. Cause yeah. we see online too. I always notice like my favorite YouTubers and stuff. Like I watch them get big. And once they got big, like all their comments changed from like, it used to be, Oh my God, I love your videos too. Yeah. Oh my God, you've changed since you've gotten rich and famous. Yeah. And that also like became a limiting belief. I'm like, fuck, if you get rich and famous, you're going to just change. You'd be out of touch with the reality. Yeah. But yeah. then yeah, working through all your limiting beliefs yeah. and then, You'll be able to get that money and you won't change. You'll still be who you yeah. are. I definitely think that just with anything when it comes to money, because there's like, I don't know, I feel like I just 
in general, I have just such a fear of it. And I Mm. don't know, I don't know what it's from, to be honest with you. Like, I guess just my childhood, some stuff kind of happens. And like, when it comes to money, I'm just so afraid of like spending it or like that I'll run out. And I I think that that's something I definitely have to work through. We should do a whole video, like unpacking limiting beliefs around money. We should. I guess just like limiting beliefs in general. I think that that would be a really good podcast. And it's really cool once you like start unpacking them and you realize that, like you and you unpack them and you realize where they came from and everything yeah. peaks you like whoa holy and like, shit you learn shit that, about yourself you're like do I actually like think that yes. like holy shit I did not know that like and, it's crazy and then you yeah. just become like so much more open minded to like I can fucking change this limiting belief I can yeah. if I had this limiting belief installed into my brain then I can install a better limiting belief that actually like impacts me in a positive way yeah. I I heard this um story on TikTok from one of these girls I followed and she basically has this such deep limiting or not a limiting belief it's a core belief which is like a positive approach mm-hmm. to limiting beliefs she has such a deep core belief that she will always find the best car park if she's like going to pack fair it's fucking packed as peak hour <laughs> she's she just knows like she fully believes to a core that she's going to get the best car park and she always gets a car park closest mm. to the front like it's just sure. a belief of hers and it always happens God damn. and like that is the goal to get that with money yeah yeah very true very <laughs> true yeah all right and the last like the second part to the question i had yes. was what is the biggest advice like you would give to someone who wants to start UGC but Ooh. like doesn't really know where to go, what to do kind of thing? Yeah, I think like UGC is definitely popping off at the moment. Yeah. It's all over the For You page. Do you think like, do you think that it's just becoming more of like a trend to do UGC? Oh yeah, definitely. You know I think I mean? I've seen, like literally I've been doing UGC for about two, three months now maybe. Mm-hmm. And the amount of creators I've seen start a UGC and then they just fucking forget about it in a week yeah. because people think like it's just... Well, from what we see on TikTok too, people are like, oh my God, make 10 grain in a month. Like, yeah. it's not fucking like that yeah, at like all. it's so glamorized. Yeah, it's yeah. very glamorized. And people yeah. and people say like, make, like, all you gotta do is record content. And everyone's like, oh, that's fucking easy. Let's yeah. do it. So everyone's just jumping <laughs> like, on it. Yeah, even me, I was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, but you could though, Slay. <laughs> but I definitely think, yeah, it's definitely like a, just a trend people are hopping yeah. on. So when it dies down, I think you'll see like, people who actually stay yeah. doing it. And it's actually like a lot of work. Like, yeah, there's a lot it definitely to it. It's is. not just like you get free shit or you get paid for like yeah. something like doing like two seconds of work. Like you actually yeah. have to have ideas, make videos, dedicate time. Yeah. And there's not even always promises that you're going to make money. Like I've got so many people in my UGC community saying like, how do you get your first deal? Like I've been doing this for like two months and I still haven't mm-hmm. had a paid deal. Yeah. So I think my biggest, do you say three pieces of advice? Just, just one. Just, 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 just one just piece anything. of advice. Yeah. I think my absolute biggest advice, or I'll give you a rundown of how to start because I think you asked that too. Yeah, yeah. If you, like you can start UGC today and if you want to do it, I definitely recommend. <laughs> this was like a sponsorship. Like you can start UGC today. <laughs> like just buy these three I promise I don't have any there. affiliate marketing links here. <laughs> yeah, guys, buy, buy our ebook, <laughs> buy our guide. <laughs> I mean, people are making, that's another thing UGC, like big UGC creators are doing. Yeah. They're selling UGC guides, which very smart. like, yeah. yeah, very smart because a lot of people, because it's trending, everyone's just yeah. like, fuck yeah, like t- pay yeah. 10 to get all the UGC advice yeah because yeah, it's hard like yeah mm. you have social media you have online but I feel like so many people gatekeep stuff and, oh like, that's yeah why definitely guides and shit is so good yeah, yeah definitely definitely so I think definitely if you want to start and I mean just go for it start if you like it you like it. if you don't just fucking who cares don't do mm. it but definitely like you can literally set up a free UGC email on gmail I just made mine UGC by Taylor at gmail.com free mm. start a new email Start a new TikTok account. Start a new Twitter account. Twitter is massive on UGC. I never used Twitter beforehand, but now I'm like, Twitter is like the place to be on UGC. I, I had Twitter when I was like, I don't know, 14. I've never... Really? Like, I was on it for like a week and then I've never been back on since. I know, it's never been like a big yeah, thing. It but... was, yeah, it wasn't a thing in my time. It yeah. was like way before that, all like the memes and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, that's all like, the memes, like they all yeah, generated and then they got stretched yeah, like Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. 
interesting. I've mm. never really, yeah. So definitely make a UGC TikTok and Twitter and then just literally start filming content to build up a portfolio. Literally mm. just like go onto TikTok, search in UGC examples mm-hmm. and just fucking film content with like skincare products you have. Do like washing your hair and just talk about products that you already love. But yeah, go look up UGC examples to like get video ideas and then just add them to a portfolio that you can literally create for free on Canva. So friggin' oh, easy. Canva's so good, guys. If you don't oh. fucking go on it, you need to. It's awesome. Now that is a paid ad. Yeah. Fucking go on Canva. <laughs> go on Canva. I wish this was sponsored. <laughs> we love Canva is our stan. We stan Canva. But yeah, literally go onto TikTok again. Look up how to create a portfolio on Canva. Everything's on there. TikTok has literally... Don't even fucking go to Google. Just go to mm-hmm. TikTok. I seen. I think I told you this. Like, TikTok is being used more than Google now for questions. Did you I'm know that? Serious. Yeah, that's I mean, how crazy. To be fair, I cannot imagine my life, like, without, without TikTok. TikTok. I know. It's in the sense of, like, information. Like, mm. if I... When going on my three-month backpacking trip, if I didn't have TikTok, like... I don't know. There's so much like just little quick videos yes. I, can, I can find on TikTok that's honestly so useful about yes. like, what to pack, safety stuff, where to go. I just couldn't imagine my life now without it just for the information aspect Literally. of it. Like, and I think because yeah. it's like visual too because I feel yeah. like I'm definitely a visual learner. Same. Like seeing yeah. things, like it just clicks and like Google, yeah. you're like scrolling through trying yeah. to find shit. Yeah. So I like, love TikTok. Even though we give TikTok such a bad rap, like it's so addictive and stuff, it's yeah. honestly so useful as well. And yes. like connecting people too. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's, TikTok is amazing apart yeah. from the addiction yeah. <laughs> there is a big addiction like yeah. i remember i was like a musically girl back in the day like Same. i was a hardcore musically yeah. girl like you gotta get that hand. and i used to like use my big ipad and like hold oh, it no, one hand and it got so sore and just like my parents and my brother used to walk into my room and they'd just be seeing me like move my ipad oh that's with so my funny hand, that's like, what the fuck is she doing and i'd be in the car and we'd be like listening to music and I'd be like singing the song, but doing all the hand movements. Oh like, my god, we were like, so weird, so cringe. And then, and then you know, and I was like, oh, I think it was pretty good. Like I had a couple followers. Did like, you I go off? Mean, like I was, I was yeah, pretty high. She up started there. an influencer career on Musically, guys. <laughs> Big slay. I actually still Next have some Gray. old videos of it as well. Oh my god, so I remember her. <laughs> I, I have some old videos of me doing like musicals, and it's just it's traumatic. Like I look at one of them. I had like pink hair back in the day. Did you? Like, I mean, I went to Kmart, got like, I don't know, $7 pink hair dye. Oh, that couldn't have been good for and, you. <laughs> and put my hair into like, like two little pigtails, right? Yeah. And then where the hair tie was from the rest of it, <gasps> no. I just dyed it pink. And I mean, like there was just a straight line. No. Like there was no ombre effect, no like... You know what I mean? Like Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it was so just like straight pink line. I'm like, and I did that multiple times for a while. Like, what that was the your fuck? thing. You were known as a straight what line pink I, hair girl. What was I thinking? Honestly, I just, oh, traumatic times, guys. Just a little PSA. Don't touch the hair dye, okay? I've had pink hair. I've had black hair. It's just, it hasn't been good, okay? The only thing that's working for me is blonde. <laughs> it's just, yeah. But, fuck, what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah, musically, right? Music, no, yeah, yeah no, wait. yeah. And I, when I first had Musically, and I fucking loved it, and then when that went, I was like, TikTok came around, and I was like, fuck no, I'm not getting Just that. Same. Because I'm gonna so age either. Like, yep. It's such another Musically, and then I got it and hooked instantly. Yep. But it's like I can't imagine my life. Like, what was I doing before it? You know what I mean? Fuck, like, true. I can't even just... like we just went on it. Like it's part of my. You know how you got a social media routine? It's yeah. literally part of my routine yeah. now. Yeah. Like I can't imagine it without. Like you're on Instagram, like this is fucking boring. You go to TikTok. Like imagine if it wasn't there, we'd just be like. Be, have more free time probably, I know, probably. <laughs> it's just like social media is so yeah <laughs> like it will, it will 
eat you up it's if little, you're not yeah, careful. It's a little yeah. bit cooked. What about like Snapchat though? Like, oh fuck, so Snapchat used to be so fucked. addicting. And yeah. Do, you don't have it anymore. No, no neither do I. It. Yeah, it's just. But streaks? Oh, oh, that was my. Bro, and oh when my you were God. going on a holiday, you're like, somebody take <laughs> my streaks. My streaks. Fuck or that. Like when, when you were upset and like you'd be like, streaks, don't hit me back. Don't hit me back up. Or like. And you're like, only my real friends do the And like on your story, you'd be like, don't hit me up, guys. Like, I'm sad. Literally. And then it was messy. Like, are you okay? You're like, oh, fine, I'll answer you. <laughs> like, fine. I used to literally put, oh my God, I literally cannot even think, I don't even know why I'm admitting this, but like, it's so embarrassing. On my stories, though, I'd like put a picture of me crying. And, like, no! <laughs> and just, and just, be, and just be like, guys, don't hit me up, okay? Oh, I'm going so through funny. it. <laughs> I'm in my feels right now, don't hit me up. Oh, or like, oh my God, this is just, I'd like, <laughs> I'd like take a photo of me crying. And I'd like send it to somebody and then say it was an accident. So, oh my God, I've done that <laughs> so before. So they would like ask me if I'm okay. And it would be, I remember I did it to this boy once. And mm. I was like, and I sent him a photo of me crying. And then I like, I would like say something fake in like the text, right? Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, I, like she said this to me and it was just like so upsetting and I'm so upset right now. And then I remember I sent it to this one guy and he was just like, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that was an accident. And he said, okay, that's it. He didn't even say anything. Me, and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm just going in a hole right now. I'm not coming God, that's out. That's so fun. I, was, I did the same thing. When I had like a crush on a guy, I used yeah. to accidentally send it to him. Yeah. Or not accident. Like it was meant to go to the other person. And yeah. I send like a photo and be like, oh yeah, I do like him. Like really. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh shit, sorry, wrong person. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm just waiting for the, oh, do you like? I'm like, yeah, come on, bring it in, boy. <laughs> Like, it, it was so funny, the shit we used to do back like, then. Bro, like, it was so, it was so yeah. weird. And, like, the rate, reply for a rating, reply no, for a TVH. TVH. Stop. Not the fucking TVH. <laughs> TVH, you're really pretty and, like, you're, you're really funny. And, and you're like, my really close like, friend. And you're, like, an 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, that but, shit. No wonder we were so insecure as kids. And, like... No wonder we cared about so much about what other people think of us. If, the, yeah, the rate. If I didn't get like a fucking nine or an, yeah. out of ten, if I got like a seven, I was fucking. I'm not going to school. Yesterday. I'm like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> like, out of there. School, I need seven business days to recover. <laughs> like, don't come near me. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the doggy filter. Oh, that was no, my life. Stop it. Oh in the time God. we like. In the no, time. I actually just can't. I can't. I actually am traumatized. Snapchat like, made us who we are. I know. Did you ever do like? What was it called? It was like, um, oh, it was like, fuck, what was it? What was it? It was something like, oh, is it an app or Snapchat? It was on Snapchat and it was like, oh, let's be honest. Like, let's be honest. You are something, 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 right? Wait, I do remember that. Yes. Yes. You would like, it it would be like respond back for let's be honest. And it was like, let's be honest. I don't know. You're really funny or something like that Fuck, like, i do remember that would, like abuse you they it would be like a you know a drama kind of one it yeah would be like, let's be honest you're crushing on him and like even though oh, he's in a relationship literally. like it was so drama filled and i remember all the drama too if like you your best friend on snapchat because everyone could see it mm-hmm. and you'd and people would be like like if your best friend be like some other girl's boyfriend that mm-hmm. was fucking world war three yeah. bro yeah. that was oh my God. so hectic I chipped so my memory lane. I know. How dramatic. Oh, God. But fuck Snapchat. That can get yeah. shitted on. Like, in your school. Oh, my God. This is so random. But, like, <laughs> did you guys ever do the thing where you would make, like, it would be an account, an Instagram account, and they would, like, people would make it and, like, couple you with someone and be like, this is what you look the best with? Did oh, you ever I... do that? No. No. I think, I do. did you have Kick Messenger? Kick. Oh, my God. We used to have our name on Kick, Kick saying, like, T okay. plus like f is like 
that's who you're in love with. Yeah. Like you said, or you used to change ooh, your username to like who's F? <laughs> someone with F. This is the first one I thought. Of. Like, like, like my username. Like, say if I was dating someone called Max, my username would be I love Max so much on Kick, so everyone knew you were dating him. No. That's li- and then he would make his username like I love Taylor. Oh my god. Like that's, that's literally so how funny. it was. That is so funny. You know, nowadays when it comes to dating in schools, it's like someone like in in my cousin's year level, and she's in like year eight. If someone, if you guys tell each other you like each other, you're automatically dating. There's no That's like, so there's true. no like, you That's know, talking funny. error. It's just yep. like you're dating. It's just like what the fuck? That was yep, not you're the going same out. in like my school. I, yep. you know, in high school, I once dated a boy online. Never spoke to him in person. <gasps> That's never spoke to him in person. Fuck. But I literally like, basically dated him online. I just fuck, can't. So I funny. look back and I'm just like. Oh my god! I remember I your can't. friends in school because you would not talk to the boy you were dating, and yeah. like they'd, they'd send like we had the a boy group and a girl group, and if mm-hmm. someone was dating, like a girl and the boy would get dating in those two groups. Like there'd be someone running back and forth communicating between the two. Yeah, like you, they the two oh the boy god. and girl never spoke. It's just so funny. Like That's high school cr- made you do some fucked things. L- what? Like, like what the fuck even was that? I just can't. Anywho, anywho, we really went off topic then. That was honestly just like nostalgia right there. Don't know how we went from UGC to high school and primary school dating, but slay. But I think, is there anything else you want to touch on when it comes to your journey Um, or anything like that? Any last wise words you have for the people out there? I mean, not really, but quick promo. If you want to hear more about UGC, I'm going to make a whole podcast episode Mm -hmm. on it, diving deeper. Love it. Because like, I feel like there is a lot more to cover. I think a lot of people will want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess wise words of Nike. Just, just fucking do it. do it. Just fucking do it. If there's something you really want to do, honestly, just go for it. Because yep. life is too short. And feel the fear, but just fucking do it anyway. Yeah, love it. All right, guys. Well, I feel like this is a long potty episode. This is probably the longest one I've ever done. So, <laughs> Is that two I hours? Hope... No, no, no. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, okay, I, we're recording for two hours. It set on the time, but oh, anyway. Okay. Anywho, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you liked having Taylor here. I very much enjoyed having her on the so show. It was actually so Would you even call this a show? Like, is this a show? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the podcast show. Yeah. Like, it's a podcast, <laughs> it's a podcast show. Yeah, we're recording for Jet. So come to the Let's Peel and Heal po- um, Instagram because there's going to be podcast yeah, clips on there. Yeah, this is the first time I'm ever going to... Um, we're, we're recording it. Hopefully, I'll actually be able to edit this. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, we're recording it. So if you want to see actual, like, visuals of us, we're, we're actually in matching colours today. So my theme of my podcast is green and Taylor's is orange yeah. and I'm wearing, like, a green top. She's wearing an orange top. So it's a... A very like matchy matchy which i love yes. oh you can also see it on spotify too the video yeah, version on spotify yes you can yeah hopefully let's let's hope my editing yeah, skills we'll are. do it we'll <laughs> do it <laughs> <laughs> for this but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i definitely think this won't be the last time you'll hear from taylor like she'll be on I'll here be again i reckon it was it was good chat it was, it good was actually chat. good yeah, yeah it, it was good, good. Um, if you guys wanted us to talk about anything else, I'll leave an opportunity to comment anything that you want us to chat about because I feel like this is fun, like having another know, perspective like, on I stuff. Know, like it's it really is. cool. It's been a great experience having Definitely. a guest on the show. I've really enjoyed it. But yeah, guys, that's really all I've got for you today. If you obviously enjoyed the potty and you want to keep up to date with it, want to be more interactive with it, go check out the Instagram at Let's Peel and Heal. Obviously, go check out Taylor's podcast, Can You Shut Up Podcast on Instagram and Spotify or yeah. Apple Podcasts, even YouTube, literally every single social <laughs> you can possibly think of at the, uh, Can, can you, you Shut, shut up? up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go check it out. And if you want to give both of our podcasts a rating and review, don't be afraid to do that. That would help out so much. Also, if you're interested in my Europe journey or just like want to see me want to see my face want to see me on TikTok feel free to go 
Her check TikToks me out. are very entertaining, yeah. like <laughs> slaying. Go check them out. They're very fun. It's a lot about my Europe trip, so yeah, feel free to. It's just Jess with four S's dot hill. But anyway, enough of the promos. It's what you hear at every single like end of every single podcast episode. I'm sure you're sick of it by now. I'm kind of sick of saying it. But anyway, guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Radiate good vibes, bad bitch energy, and I will see you guys all on Monday for a new episode. I love you all so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.